What's up and welcome to Wait Hold Up Podcast with Jessica Molina and Yarel Ramos. Each week, tune in as we have unfiltered conversations about careers, relationships, wellness, feminism, and of course, we'll often be joined by guests you either know or should know who will share their humor, knowledge, and their very own Wait Hold Up moments with us. Here at Wait Hold Up, we want you to feel like you found your crew, your girls who you can do life with. Listen, it's a crazy world out there, and we can all use some help in our efforts to live our best lives. We don't have all the answers, but we're down to figure it out together. Thanks for listening. Here's our latest episode of Wait, Hold Up. Everybody, was good, Jess. What's up, loves? I'm <laughs> so happy to be back. We have missed you all so much. We were thinking about you <laughs> a lot through these past few weeks. For yes, sure. it's honestly felt like a struggle just to get back on these mics. Um, we, well, I went to Puerto Rico. I lost my voice. <laughs> Yarel went to Miami. It's just been like one thing after right. the other. And I don't think we were we were anticipating it to be no we were literally making like okay so when you come back from puerto rico we're gonna do this yeah. we're gonna do that episode but it's funny how sometimes like you know they say it like you want to make god laugh like tell him your plans yeah like legit it's like yeah we had the schedule that schedule went out the door <laughs> and our emotions and our feelings and even ourselves were like all over the place i know so i you know i, I mean i'm just happy that we get to just sit down right now and kind of like let go of a little bit of things and like share with everybody what's been going on. Yeah, it, it was definitely an unintentional hiatus, but it's interesting because now as I'm sitting here with you and we're about to have this conversation, I'm comparing this to when we first started in September and how much now this feels like home, like mm. having this conversation with right. you, getting to be a little bit more familiar with all of our listeners and engaging with them on social media. So it's almost like I have an idea of who's tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like <laughs> saying like virtual, like, hey, boo, hey. how you doing? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, over this time, we both celebrated our birthday. We're both cancers, which is so crazy. It's I, I mean. I, I don't know I don't know if you feel the same way but I have so many like some of my best friends are cancers and it's so odd I think you're my only cancer yeah, friend mm -hmm. I feel like it's so odd sometimes because we we fluctuate some on the same kind of level of like energies and emotions we're obviously a very emotional sign <laughs> <laughs> very sensitive to like everything and For me, Jess, it's 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 crazy because I felt like or I feel whenever we would do the episodes, usually we were always vibing on the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with this. Yeah, I'm feeling this. But this past month has been very interesting. Yes, it has. So for me, and, and Yarel and I um, were able to hang out for her birthday. And I was, you actually had just left to Miami on my birthday. Mm -hmm. So we didn't, weren't together around that time. But For me, my birthday was a very emotional, frustrating time. Yeah. So I turned 32. Um, I'm like, I was trying to think if there's something that rhymes with that. Like, but I'm like, <laughs> Looking no. Fabulous. I, and no, it's like, you know, you get 30 uh, and flirty. And I'm like, 32. How you boo? boo that yeah. doesn't even say anything about me. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's just like my favorite word. But yeah, so on the day of my birthday, I just remember waking up feeling 
overwhelmed and I took some time to meditate and um, my boyfriend was like, do you want to grab breakfast? And I didn't want to hang out with him. I just was like, I need to be alone. You need me. I need I, me time. I need me time. I needed to go. I went to breakfast by myself. I needed to just journal. And then we spent the rest of the day together. But I found that at the start of the day, I needed to process whatever it was I was feeling. I'm really working hard at being more in tune with myself because I find I go on emotional roller coasters very Ugh, easily. Right here. So I'm like, let me catch myself before I just throw this entire day away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found that after some journaling and after some reflection, a lot of what I was feeling was like a disappointment in myself and a frustration with where I was at in life. So I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but like I left my full time job about four months ago. And so I've I'm very used to the freelance life. It's kind of the life that I've had since I've been a professional since I because I've worked in television um, and that's how it worked. Mm -hmm. And then when I got into media, I've had a couple of full time jobs as a journalist. But usually it's always been like a job here, a job there. And that's been fine. But I think there was something about like me turning 32 and feeling like, shit, you're not a little bit more stable. Like your finances aren't a little bit better than when you were X years old. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, I just like started thinking about all the societal expectations and it was so overwhelming. Yeah. And I felt just like I had failed at something. And, and was it like sadness? Was it, it like was just, a sadness. Yeah. And also like a sense of like, I felt lost. Like it was like, okay, if I am, I'm not only sad, but like, what the hell can I do to change my circumstance? Because I love the fact that I'm, you know, we're building the podcast together. I've been focused on making more of my own videos. I'm working with other companies. So like there is a sense, there is like income. I'm not like, oh, broke, de broke. Yeah. But not, I'm not feeling like I'm as stable as I would want to be. Um, and so I think there was a sense of like, where is it going to come from? Where, like, where? Just like, what, yeah. you know? And so I didn't leave that day with answers. I didn't leave that day with like, a, it's going to come from here and it's going to be this. And it's, But I think I, I wrote down my goals. I almost like treated that day as like J January 1st. Like oh, that's so I that wrote down that. my goals. I set some intentions and I started the process around then of affirmations because I realized I am, my love language is words of affirmation, mm -hmm. but I have not been affirming myself for so long. So I've been needing affirmation from other people, but I haven't been giving it to myself. And as cheesy and cliche as it may sound, that love has to start from within. Yeah. And so it's like, if I'm not giving myself what I need, then of course no one else is going to be able to satisfy that need enough right. quote unquote you know so it was just like a, a a good part for me to just like take a breather um and stop myself and say you are not a failure you are doing amazing things yeah. you're growing something that yeah. you want to be massive and i think we both want this to mm -hmm. be big and yeah. it w will be and you've accomplished so much as it is yeah and it's like just because my life hasn't been traditional by any sense and because I have to pay for my own health insurance and it's not coming from a company or yeah. whatever it may be there was just a really a, a strong sadness and and frustration and I had to work through that and it sucks to have dealt with that on your birthday because it's also like you have that kid mentality of like it's oh, my birthday I want to do something fabulous but I think that this is just this is this is so real and I was talking to a friend about it on my birthday and I was just like you know it's cool she's like this is what 
these holidays start to feel like as you get older, like yeah. that, that, that luster just starts to fade a bit right. and it does become like, you are going to be dealing with real stuff. And sometimes it's going to be a fabulous day. And other times it's going to be like, uh, come to Jesus type of day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was for me. And it's, I mean, it happens to me. It's so crazy that you say it. I, I swear. It's like, we're, I don't know. It happens to me every, I've, for the past few years it's been to me I see it like that like my birthday is my January 1st mm. and it's like a it's like um uh a reminder of like okay so what have you done yeah this past year your year is about to start set your intentions but it it's it feels like a cell a, a sense of like being overwhelmed with life like are you married are you this mm. with the kid where are the kids at how's your money and you literally start it's like if you're if, if, if like no I don't know if like my super strict mom is on me about everything in my life and I become that person mm -hmm. to myself and it's ha it always happens it's funny because it happens to me every year it's like I'm already planning on like the week of my birthday being like disconnected I don't want to hear it I don't yeah. want to talk to people and it's so crazy because usually I always take days off during that time or go somewhere because I just don't want to deal with people, yeah. right? It usually happens for me every year. Funny enough, this year was not the case at all. Like I'm literally expecting like, oh man, here comes, here come the emotions and I'm just feeling so great. I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? I never like to celebrate my birthday. It's usually, if I celebrate my birthday, it's usually because my parents forced me, someone did something, I have no other freaking choice, yeah. something happened and led to something, never. This year, like, I still want to celebrate it. I'm like, yo, so when are we going to do something? Yes, when down. are you going to celebrate me? <laughs> like, what's going to happen? And I put together this thing, this group of girls or girlfriends, like, you know what, let's just go and have a good time in Palm Springs. Ideally, it was going to be like, I just want to go and disconnect, turn your phone mm -hmm. off, deal, I'm going to cry, I'm going to like be so emotional. And I was on this high and I, I want to look back and be like, where did, it, where did it come from? Because I was literally preparing myself for this, you know, sense of like, shit, I haven't accomplished this. Shit, where's a boyfriend? Mm. Shit, where's this? And it wasn't the case. And I want to say it was coming from a place of like my friend telling me like, you're entering a new time in your life where things like make sense in another way, mm. right? Where you're just going to be, where if you're happy, like be happy, like don't ruin it because the sadness is going to come in at some point or, or problems are going to arise or life will happen. We so, do that though, right? We question we, why we question, we're happy. <laughs> and, and it was happening to me. Why, wh like why I should be feeling shitty. Yeah. I should be like literally like going crazy, emotional, crying, not wanting to deal with people, um, why isn't it happening? And why do I feel okay? Mm -hmm. Like, why do I feel like my life's good? And I don't, what I don't have, I don't need. And if, if what I do want will happen eventually when the right time happens for me and for life. So I, it was so crazy for me this year. And I, yeah. I mean, as, and I can, I totally understand the place, you know, or where you were, were coming from. And I must say, this was something really new for me. And it was just weird to just uh, like, wh what do I do with this? How did it feel to surround yourself with a bunch of women mm. who are at, at different spaces? In yeah, their lives? I was I was really scared because I did this. I, I did this before two years ago where I was like, you know, I want to just hang out with some of my closest girlfriends and go away for a few days, disconnect, go do some like volunteer work, have a nice dinner, yada, yada, yada. And 
you know how it's always you you have friends from like certain mm-hmm. spaces of your life and like times of your life and work and fa- whatever so it's always that like hesitation like i don't know if like so and so is going to get along with that one or oh i wonder how that dynamic is going to be and now they're sleeping in the same room so sorry yeah. um and but i think it was such an a great weekend because so many of us were dealing with so many different things mm. and then just coming together it became a weekend of like getting to learn one another in a lot of ways listening to each other mm. kind of taking in what other others are going through and we didn't even know and it became like a very emotional weekend it right was. it wasn't it well i mean um i lost yeah. my voice that weekend so <laughs> right. we drove down on a friday by friday night i had zero poor voice. thing just um I, so it but i mean absolutely it was an emotional weekend i think that there were a lot of people who were opening up and allowing whatever trauma or pain that they were carrying to sort of just come out in that space. Mm-hmm. I I don't do a lot of girls weekends mm-hmm. and that was a really special time. And, and, and I was really upset that I lost my voice because I was like, no, I want this weekend to, you know, be relaxing and to yeah. powwow with girls. And, but what was interesting for me was that, you know, the joke then became like, maybe you're supposed to be like in silence and, and then I started to really believe that. And so then... But what did you think at the beginning when they were telling... When everybody was telling you that? Were you like, ugh? Um, when I... I don't think I was... I mean, at first it was one of those like... But do I have to be like sick too? Can yeah, I just yeah. have like lost my voice? Like, you know when you're like screaming <laughs> yeah, all day? Yeah, yeah. Like, but because like, like then I had like the congestion and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so at first it just felt like... It was like a joke. I was like, okay, fine. Ha-ha. Fine, huh? Like just me. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and then... As it continued, um, one of your friends had mentioned that, you know, it could be, it's like connected to my, this is like my throat chakra. So like, I forget what she said. I'm trying to remember, but something along the lines of like, she was, she just directed me. She's like, look up what your throat, throat chakra means. And like, what is it that you, um, that why could it potentially be like that? It's like this right now. And so the whole chakra world is very new to me, Mm -hmm. like energies. It's like something that I'm still like exploring, but I do believe in energy. And I do think that chakras are very, very interesting. And if you're not very familiar, I, sorry, I don't really know how to define what a chakra is to you. You could pause, you can Google it, Google. but there's, um, there's different chakras in our, and they relate to certain parts of our body. And so the throat chakra, when I was looking it up, was connected to like, what are you not saying and what are you not speaking? And so then I found that that weekend I was just trying to be really like connected with myself and listening to people. Um, It's very frustrating, though, because I couldn't really have a conversation. So it was just listening. And so I think there was that sense that what kept coming up for me is like, what are you not saying? And there are people in my life who I definitely need to have hard conversations with. That is without a doubt. And so I think there's that sense. But I think one of the things that I'm really tapping into is I have not been very truthful to myself. Mm. And I'm definitely, like I said before, I'm a words of affirmation person. And so I need affirming from other people when I have an idea, when I have a a logo, when I have this, when I, when I do a video, it's like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? It's like it almost like has to go through like five ears and eyes before I even put it um, out. And there was something about that weekend that left with me sort of being like, okay, I need to work more on trusting my voice. And so maybe it's like I lost my voice to remind myself like this is, this is a powerful tool. 
and you take it you take advantage of it so now when you do regain your voice and it was almost like the night that I got back home I had more voice than the entire weekend mm-hmm. it was wild and so it was this sense of even as I'm speaking to you, I'm like oh wow that's pretty deep if like like I have taken been taking advantage of my voice and I have been not trusting my voice and I think my voice was like well then f you girl like yeah, shut it down. What's what's about to not happen? Right. Um. So that was that was really really cool. And you know, I I love those moments when people are like, nothing happens by accident. I'm like, okay. And I think that what was beautiful and what one of the things that I really learned about Yarel that weekend that more so than I've known is you are such a girl's girl. Like you champion women, and it was reflected by like. Um, how, like there were eight girls that stayed at the house and then when you did the pool party I think there was like almost 20 people there yeah. and they were all women it was like no dudes allowed and it was just like one of those things of like you know how to build community among women and that's such a special thing because I don't think that many people have that gift to do so without it being like a threatening yeah, catty yeah. Um, space and that was really really awesome and I think that that's why so many women felt comfortable to talk about what they were going through. And there were nights where we, we had face masks and tears. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was and, and, it. It's crazy too, that I felt that ev- we, it started off with like, woo, let's have a good time and food and drinks. And it turned out to be that we drove back with all the tequila and all the vodka, I know. you know, and we just came back with all these hugs and like, you know, just trying to help each other in some mm-hmm. way, because I, I going back to, you know, and thank you for sh- for sharing that because I, I do feel like, you know, we talk about it all the time, right? Like, yeah, girl power. Yeah, let's help each other out. And sometimes when it comes to really the doing the work or showing up for it, we're not, right? It's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't, I only have three girlfriends because, you know, my friends, girls, I have a problem being mm. friends with girls. Like, I really have a problem with that. With that statement? With that statement. Mm. With It's like, why though, you know, like... I mean, it, you should be, you should be championing your, even, and if something isn't working with someone in particular, like find out why there's some, there's gotta be something that's reflecting on you mm-hmm. that's channeling the situation. And f- funny enough, the group of us that were there, like that was stayed over for the weekend. I feel like each, each one of us was coming from a, obviously like a different space in a different time in their lives, dealing with like different things. And when you get to hear, uh, the things that others are going through without even having to say much about like not even I mean because I was finding things out that I Mm. didn't even know of of some of of, of close friends it just gives you like another perspective and like it it helps you there was some points I'm not gonna lie where I kept telling myself like man I've been such a bad friend to her Mm. like just as as simple as that with something that I just I didn't know because she was she hasn't shared it with mm-hmm. anybody or or that feeling of like man like we really need to step up in this area here like i feel that i've been slacking in this situation so yeah it was it was i, I feel like we need to be doing more of these things more of these weekends yeah. you know we need to be doing more of these outings where we literally just go to a place that's going to help us be vulnerable and be open-minded and like share things about because yeah there were some some situations where a few of us were like ah you could feel like they're a little bit reluctant to like even open up about certain things and then at the end you realize like man you could we could really learn and take from each other if we just let ourselves be and and a lot of us came out with like new friends and like you know new mentors and new people that can help us out so 
I, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful weekend. I'm glad too that it, that when you came back, you were able to see that because I know we were, con- I, I felt to, 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 at some extent, like, dude, I'm like harassing her. Cause I was like, I could, Jess, I was okay? like, everybody needs to stop asking me how I'm doing. Cause once I'm, once I'm talking, you're going to know I'm yeah. good. <laughs> and I think poor thing at some point she was in her room. I, I don't know if you were sleeping and she was meditating, you were meditating and I'm just like, yo, where's Jess? Is she okay? Like, is she in the pool? Like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? And you were in the room and it's like, I went in there. I'm like, everything okay? You're like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, okay, we just, it's, 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 you needed some time to deal with whatever your body was telling you, right. whatever, even feeling overwhelmed with like, oh, so many women ah, going crazy. And then that was a, a point to where I was like, okay, I even told everybody, leave her alone. Like she needs to rest. She needs, like you guys are, the moment we ask her how she's doing, she needs to force her voice. So let her be. And it was another moment that we had, I think it was like the last day that we were at the pool and everybody like went about their lives, went to get breakfast, went to get food. And I just wanted to like lay out. Yeah. And you just wanted to like lay out. So we literally went in the, went by the pool, laid out. You were in the water. I was laying out and it was silent. All we could, all I could hear was like the birds yeah. and the heat and you were just like laying on on perla the flamingo yeah. and and then i would go in the water and come back and it was just something powerful about that too yeah about just being in 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 nature but like just no let's just being with ourselves i find that it takes a special person who you can be in silence with mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have had issues that I've struggled with silence in the past. And I think that's another thing, right? Me right. learning how to be more comfortable with silence right. uh, after this weekend. Um, because I think it, silence can be misinterpreted. Oh, you're being rude or you're being aggro or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But I think what I loved about that moment was I was like, obviously you and I can have conversations with each other till the cows come home right. or however that saying goes. But <laughs> um there's something really dope about being able to just like sit and be still with a friend and like you're reading your book, I'm reading my book, I'm floating, you're sunbathing, whatever it yeah. may be. And it's no sense of like pressure. There right. was zero, zero pressure in that moment. And what I found interesting and I drove back with a friend of ours and I was telling her, you know, I had to catch myself because I caught myself and I was like, God, I feel so bad. I, I felt bad that I lost my voice, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm sick. Um, But I feel like I'm so used to being such a people pleaser and being on and like, not the life of the party, but like entertaining and engaging and social <laughs> and social. And I felt like I was coming off like as such a jerk because I have no voice. I can't really go and meet new people um, and communicate. And so I I'm telling her this and she's like, Jess, you weren't being mean. You were just be. You were just sick. You were doing what you had to do to take care of you. And there was something about me hearing that because how often do we go above and beyond to make other people feel comfortable at the expense of our own health? Oh sometimes? yeah, for sure, all the time. And, and it's just like we have to stop ourselves and get out of people pleaser mode. Yeah. So that we can really take care of ourselves. And for me, that was. No disrespect, but I just cannot talk to you. Right, right, right. Like, that like, is not just, me being yeah. a bitch. That yeah, is yeah. not, that's just like, girl, do yeah. you know how painful this is? You know, and for me to learn how to be okay with that, 
is a massive thing, but I think that there's so much there. Like yeah. I, I, I feel like there's like all these nuggets yeah, in yeah. these. Like, how moments. did how did you feel? And, and it's it, no, you're so right about it, and it's so true because we we're so we want to be on all the time, mm-hmm. and we're just used to that. Like yeah. our professions, our our just our personalities. personalities yeah. Like that's how we are, and it's crazy to just shut it down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our bodies are like, oh, okay, you don't want to you you don't want to listen to me. Okay, I'll do this for you. Yeah, and. I, there was one one thing that I felt kept coming up that weekend, I, and I, I know it's and you you touched on it earlier, and it was this this thing about because when, that one last night we were meditating, and I'm like I I've, I've been struggling with this for for a few months now, and not so much struggling, but just it's just been in the back of my mind, like kind of reminding me like hey, of this checklist that we're supposed to have mm. by the time you're 25, then by the time you hit 30, yeah. then by the time you're 35, this checklist of like, oh, you should be married and you should be with a kid and you should be extremely done with like successful in a career that you absolutely love and your finances should be on point and you should, you should have, you know, your car should be paid off. All these things. I don't even know who the Uh, like made this list yeah or who that who who's the one that's like you know who's the teacher the professor that's going around like checking on this checklist but it was one of the one of the subjects that kept coming up for a lot of us like oh wait you yeah the stress of like I I don't know yet if I want to be to to, I mean and I'm speaking on behalf of like the other girls I don't know if I want to be a mom Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know if I if I if I care about owning a home. I like living where I live. I don't know what's my next step because yeah. I literally just left my job. I I don't know where I what, what I'm going to do next because I was fired from my job. So all these situations were like we're constant constantly trying to check these boxes of things that we should be doing or we should be or we should have accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I mean going back to like our birthdays yeah. and like our this is our new year because our, we're starting a new year. Absolutely. You know, as, as our birthdays. Like, it, it was something that I feel was in the back of my mind. I tried, I, I tried to, like, tell myself, stop, you're thinking and don't go there. Yeah. But it's, it's a subject that I know a lot of people, not just women, that are listening have thought about it. It's come up. It comes up with, like, our family members. You know, like, hello, cuando yeah. vas a tener hijos? And there's no novio. And when are you going to get married? And and sometimes we even do it to each other. Oh, absolutely. You know, like it's like, oh, so what's happening with your relationship? Or, hey, how's the job situation going? I mean, I don't know how how we can even continue to talk about it without being like, yo, take a step back. Right. Really take a step back. And who's doing this? How can you not, how can you show up for yourself without these ideas? And like, where you should be or you should not be in your life. You know, I think that that's also one of the reasons why we we wanted to frame the podcast a, a little bit less focused on the career aspect mm-hmm. because I think that we're still going to talk about people's career and their come up and what has helped them get to the place that they are. But there, I don't want us to put this emphasis on this as a goal right right because all of our goals are going to look different and i think how life shows up for us is going to look different Mm -hmm. um there was recently a picture that we put on our instagram that was a tweet from ava duvernay that i just want to read really quickly that i think really empowered me Mm -hmm. when i read it and it was i picked up a camera for the first time at the age of 32 
I continued working a full-time job while directing my first five feature-length projects. It's never too late to pursue your passion, but you already know that deep down. And if you don't know who Ava DuVernay is, she is a massive director. She did A Wrinkle in Time. Um, What did she do before? Selma? She did Selma, yeah. So she's just done a lot of great works. Um, She's done Queen Sugar for OWN, which is Oprah's network. And I think that what's really awesome about her is that she's – she is someone who is living proof that you don't have to come out of college and go for the yeah. go, go for the yeah. job. Right. And then just work your way up that ladder and be at that same company or be in that same industry. Like she was in PR in the film industry. So she did have connects. And that was what someone wrote. They wrote on our Instagram. They were like, oh, but, you know, she had connects. She'd been in the film industry. And I responded and I was like, yes, her connects. I understand that that is of assistance. But I think that this world needs to put people into categories, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard for you to step out of your category and receive respect as an African-American female director in a space that is already predominantly male and white. For real. So to have that confidence in yourself, to say that against all odds, I'm going to go for it, to say that I know you know me as the publicist, but guess what? Now I'm the director. That's commanding a certain level of respect. That's good. You're going to need massive talent because you do have those heads that have been in there since they were 18. And like, why do you think went to film school? Exactly. And did the traditional route. Mm -hmm. So I, I understand that person, but I also reject that that meant that it was easy for her by any means. Because I think sometimes the hardest part is just fixing your mind. Right. And having your mind not play that trick on you that you shouldn't be doing this. Or and even I mean, all the conversations we've had with with all of our some of our guests, some some realized it young what they wanted. Some it was a journey. Some are Mm -hmm. still trying to figure it out. Or in thinking back, like, oh, this is what you imagine of something. This is what you think you want to do. But then that square doesn't fit because it's, it's I don't know, it's a rectangle or it's, yeah. a, it's a an oval, diamond. a diamond. <laughs> so it's like, it's just not as much as you want it and you want to move it around and mold it. It just doesn't go there because that's not what you really deep down want or what you or where your mind is at, where your heart is at. And you're right. That it, I mean, it was so powerful on so many levels because here's this woman and that I could relate to in a lot of ways that you can relate to. Even in, epi- in times in our career when it's like, oh, I think I want to go this way or, oh, I think I want to do this. And for some reason, no, I, I, I moved back to Miami and it took me another way. Oh, then I come back for you. It was moving to L.A., doing this, trying that. I, I think that we are so hard on ourselves yeah. to like, this is the path. You know, this is the path that you should go on. We get it a lot on like our our messages of like, you know, mostly young students that are like, oh, Jess, yeah, like, tell me how you got to where you're at now. And you're like, because I want to be that and I want to do what you're doing. Yeah. So tell me what steps to follow. And mm. it's like, oh, you know, it's 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 oh, it's been a journey. It's a road. And some things have been some have been hills and I have to sidetrack. I've kept moving forward. Yeah, I've tried to keep it moving. But there's there's not there's like not like a recipe or there's not like a track that you need to follow. It's like as you go on and as you live, you're starting to find these things. Yeah, I think as I'm getting older, I'm recognizing how much that cliche term of like you just need to believe in yourself is so freaking true. Mm -hmm. Because I think as someone who sought outside validation for so freaking long, I'm finally like 
okay, girl, no more. Done. Yeah. Like, do you believe that you are capable of X, Y, and Z? Because that is all that matters. And that, you know, you got your prayer right and you and God are going to figure it out. And that is it. Because as the more that you start to try and fit into what other people have said is is where you belong, mm-hmm. you are going to go farther from where you belong to be. Yeah. You're supposed to be, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was listening to a master class. Oprah has her master class on, um, in podcast form now, and it was with Jay-Z. And he said this line that I just think is so perfect, and that is, um, quote, the worst thing to be is successful as someone else. Oof. And... There is such power in that because I think it's like even us, we're journalists, right? I'm sure like the first thing we say is like, I want to be Oprah. Yeah. But we're not Oprah. Yeah, we're yeah. never going to be Oprah. Right. And if we try to continue to aspire to be Oprah, we're going to miss our calling. We're mm-hmm. going to miss and not impact the people we're supposed to impact or work with. And I think that if we can all say that this journey is is our own, it is different, it is not going to be the same we're going to be so much better off for it. Oh, for sure. And not setting ourselves up to just think that we need to do these things or fulfill these things. Because, I mean, if it's, and it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. you know? There's nowhere in any handbook that says that by 35, you need to be married and have children. Nope. There's nothing that says that by 30, you need to own a home. No, like, that's not the world we're in now. That's not wasn't even the world that when this idea was thought of, it consisted of do you like follow your path your make it your truth and if it's me if it means that hey you don't probably don't want to have kids that's your truth that's who you are or if it means that you want to change career completely go for it like it's never too late you know to do something that really drives you and also like the the these ideas that society and you know what what we should be doing I know some things come because we come from very like traditional upbringings Mm -hmm. and like, you know, like these things that that we need to have by a certain time in our lives. Like it's literally like one of those things that, you know, let it go, like really focus on your whatever that whatever you want to accomplish, whatever is important to you. Mm -hmm. And like lo demás, o sea, lo que está para ti, aunque se quite ya y lo que no es aunque tú te pongas. Like, yeah, it literally translate that for. uh, um, Yes. And now let me see whatever is for you. Uh huh. Lo que está para ti. It'll happen for you even if you move. And yeah. whatever isn't for you, it won't happen to you even if you're there waiting for it. Yeah. Even if you want it, if you're forcing it to happen. I totally believe like, that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's... it's What's meant for you is for you. It's for you. And like, nadie, nadie te lo va a quitar. It's, yeah. it's, it's yours. So, it, you know, and it's, it's as easy as like, we don't have control over a lot of things in life. We only have control over ourselves and our attitude and our effort. Yeah. Everything else is outside out of our jurisdiction we can't do anything about it and when we learn our potential that it really isn't us then shit just happens and shit just shifts amen sister (laughs) and that is what we call a mic drop drop. thank you (laughs) (laughs) um so we want to hear your feedback on yes i want to know first of all what are your birthday routines what do you have to do for your birthday does it even happen to you because like yeah. you said, it happens to me all the time. So I'm really curious to see what what it is, you know, that you go through. Exactly. And the and, birthday comes around. Right. And and do you celebrate it like a new year, which I think I'm going to start like doing. I really liked that whole process, hopefully without all the negative emotions. But yeah. I, other than that, everything else sounds good. <laughs> Coming up, 
If you haven't already, in a couple of weeks, actually almost less than that, on August 5th, we have our second Beyonce oh, dance yeah. class. And we're going to be learning the choreography to formation. So come on, ladies and fellas, if you want to join us. Yeah, get in formation with us. It was so much fun, the first one. So fun. Like, so fun. I It was such good energy powering i mean we were drenched in sweat like drenched but it was beautiful to be among so many different women from different i mean we were girls coming from like with their moms i know it was beautiful with their girlfriends getting to know each other from with all like all shapes all sizes and it was really i mean I, i had moments where i had to like look around and be like this is beautiful. This is and beautiful. Trust me, y'all, no one is a professional except oh, yeah. for the choreographer. Yeah. He is a professional. But other than that, we're all just coming in there just having a good time and feeling Beyonce's feminist power oh, all over sure. us. Um, so we hope that you'll buy tickets. We are going to have the link is already on our um, Instagram, yes. but we're also going we've sent out a, a newsletter. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, shoot us an email so we can include you. We are Wait Holds Up Podcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. And we are just so thrilled to have this community. We're so happy to be back. Yeah. And we hope that we don't have any more interruptions. But, you know, as we've talked about, that is life. That is life. We are committed to this podcast. We are committed to you all. So if you don't hear from us for a week or two, <laughs> we promise something something has happened. Yeah. A voice might have been lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we will always be back. And we love you all so much. Yes. And thank you so much for all the love that you've been sharing and uh, we try to be as active as we can on social as well. And we love to hear back from you guys. Yes. Let us know what you think about episodes. If you have heard some previous ones, uh, leave us your comments also on iTunes, on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, rate the, the podcast. That's also very helpful to see what it is that you guys are enjoying. Yes, for sure. For sure. So until next time, we can't wait to chat with y'all. I know. Sending you lots of love lots of and love. good energy. Yes. Bye. Bye.